Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Our next UK interview is with Jerry Mulholland. I'm a big fan of this interview because Jerry and Paul really highlight the importance of behavioural safety and how it's crucial for developing good leadership. Over to you, fellas. Right, next up on HSC Online, we'll be speaking with Jerry Mulholland, HSEQ Director at Amy Utilities. Amy is a United Kingdom-based infrastructure support service provider. Their aim is to make the world a better place to live, work and travel. Designing, building, maintaining and investing in the UK's services and infrastructure in partnership with their clients. Jerry has over 30 years of experience in a number of multinational organisations and working as part of the senior management teams as well. Today, we'll be speaking with Jerry on the behaviours associated with safety leadership that have an impact on safety culture within an organisation. This is what Jerry did his dissertation on, so he's certainly well versed in this subject matter. Here we go. Well, thank you for coming, and uh, really appreciate, obviously, over the years, Jerry, that you've really supported our uh, our events, and um, we're excited to have you a part of the Advisory Council for HSEU Congress uh, 2019. Um, Obviously, understanding your background uh, at Amy, um, and of course your dissertation as well, which um, yeah, you did on the behaviours associated with safety leadership that have an impact on safety culture in an organisation. Um, I was really interested today to have a couple of uh, a couple of minutes with you just to, to 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 ask a couple of questions and hopefully tie down some and give some of our viewers a bit more of an insight to how. Um, you've supported and your thoughts and theories on uh, embedding the right behaviours within safety leadership and the impact on safety culture. Um, so, uh, first question, I guess, is uh, uh, the topic in term of transformation and safety culture comes up quite a lot. I, I guess it all comes down to transformational style of leadership. I mean, what are your thoughts in regards to that? So, from some of the work that I was looking at, Jones. Um, produced a paper that talked about transformational leadership leading to inspire, influence, engage and challenge. Okay. And when you look at some of the great leaders, not only in the safety field but wider field as well, those are the type of things that people will be doing. Sure. And I guess with um, transformation as a subject, if you look at safety leadership itself, uh, there's a lot of uh, controversy around whether it's a top-down approach. I mean, what do what do you think? Do you think safety is a top-down approach, or is it embedding it from grassroots up? I mean, how do you feel safety leadership should be implemented? So there is a need for a top-down approach to begin with, but any true safety culture has what they call distributed or shared leadership, right. where people are actually empowered to do what they need to do, right. and they get the support of the leadership that sits above them. Right. But in order to get things moving, to get the buy-in, as it were the leader of the organisation has to make sure that things are going to happen. So that tends to be a top-down approach. Sure. Responsibility within safety, um, as much as the leader takes uh, responsibility for the in incidents, um, is it the responsibility of the director or the, the senior leader if an incident happens, or does the business, does the corp corporation itself have to take responsibility for, for a particular incident that's happened within an organisation? Um, the law will always look at an organisation for taking accountability and responsibility under Section 2 or Section 3. Right. However, there would be individual um, ownership for, indi for directors, so there's corporate manslaughter now that people would be aware of. Um, so on occasion, uh, fingers could be pointed at individuals who tend to be the controlling mind of organisations as well. Sure. Obviously, we've, HSE statistics itself show that there's a current plateau in, in improvement, certainly on major incidents, that's not just 
uh, here in the UK, but over in the United States as well. Um, and uh, a terminology that comes up quite a lot, which I find really, really interesting, is this subject on, on, on just culture. Um, and it, it, you know, investigations have changed dramatically to certainly manage uh, and ex uh, acceptable, not acceptable behaviours. Uh, though you know, certainly uh, this term "just culture." How is this impacting safety culture as a whole? So we're using certainly now we use the just culture model in relation to the investigations and the the um, effects that we may have or any disciplinary procedures that we may be taking with people. So the just culture model is about what would be acceptable or unacceptable behaviour, and then we measure our investigations against that standard. Brilliant. And then I guess reporting, um, and uh, I was talking with a, uh, another interviewee about sort of certain paper-based processes and how perhaps we're a bit bureaucratic in the way that we, we do, uh, we process our, our behaviours. With the, the influence now on uh, HSE professionals and hiring, um, what's your opinion perhaps on influence, influencing millennials and Gen Zs? Do you think they will buy into what, what is, by the way, not my words, uh, but just a statistics show an ageing HSE sector? Uh, uh, are they going to abide by our paper-driven processes? Well, we're all getting older, Paul, even you. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so <laughs> I think we, we're duty-bound as a profession to make sure that we're bringing the next generation through. However, one of the things that we've got to make sure is happening is that we're, we're picking the right people. And the, the world of work will be changing. The type of individuals will be doing a professional role that I've been doing for a number of years. I think that will look very different in 10 and 20 years' time. So we've got to make sure that people are more rounded. Technology will change. The way that we supervise people will change. The way that um, paper is, is less used and we're using more technologies will, will help us to do that as well. So I think the role will change. Chances are they won't be called health and safety managers anymore. They might be called sustainability or well-being individuals. Who knows what the future might bring for some of the more forward-looking organisations. Absolutely. And I guess for the benefit of the viewers and for myself as well, um, can you define what just culture really means? Um, it's probably around what the behaviours would be that are acceptable or unacceptable within an organisation's constraints. Right, perfect. Well, Jerry, thank you ever so much. I mean, that's covered a lot of the, the topics that we'd like to discuss with you today. Um, and uh, I thank you ever so much again for all your support, and we look forward to welcoming you again to our events in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jerry. Great stuff and some really interesting themes discussed there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast channel and the HC Network website for instant access to the rest of the content. Thanks very much.